So we started off last week with some questions on Mesil Sasharim, a very well-known piece, but not so simply understood. I think it would be worthwhile to try to review that and maybe highlight some of it and then see where we can go from there. So we find in the very beginning of the first parak where the Ramachal is explaining the general obligation of man in the world, where he says that the highest levels of spiritual achievement, Hasidus, complete, almost perfect service of Hashem, need a foundation and a root. And of course, we've seen that that foundation serves as the foundation for the whole structure that leads up to and that culminates with these highest levels. And what is that foundation? Says the Ramachal that it should be clear to a person, clearly understood, and that he should have full conviction about the truth of his obligation in this world. What is his obligation in the world? And not only in that general sense, what is his obligation, but he adds, and to what he needs to place his focus and his aspiration in all effort that he's making all life long, which is itself an amazing concept, that it is possible for a person to have something in his life that will be so powerful, so personal, that it will be, will become and it will remain his focus and his aspiration in all efforts that he is making throughout his life. Of course, it has to be an obligation of a very unique nature because something that would be imposed upon a person or would uh, hardly be able to become his personal aspiration and focus in everything that he's doing. So this is, um, of course, something that we would very much want to know what it is. And in the amazing next few lines, Ramchal says that what our great Chachamim, our wise men have taught us with regard to this, that which our Chachamim taught us is that a person was created only to enjoy upon Hashem and to derive pleasure from the splendor of His intimate divine presence, which is the true pleasure and the greatest enjoyment that can possibly be experienced by a person. It's because this is the greatest pleasure that a person was created for this unique type of pleasure. And of course, uh, it's quite a mystery how is this a response to that 
very critical question of what is his obligation in this world. This is discussing Hashem's purpose in creation. Hashem created a person so that he should receive the greatest possible enjoyment, the enjoyment of closeness and oneness with Hashem. Which Derech uh, Hashem, the Ramachal says, is coming only from Hashem's true essence. That's what it means here, Al Hashem. So this is Hashem's purpose. How does that become a person's obligation? When we think of obligation, we always think in terms of something that's being commanded to a person, something that relates to a person's actions and behaviors. So we, we would expect the Ramchal to say that Hashem has this plan, and this can only be achieved through a person doing the mitzvot. And therefore, it is the person's obligation to do all the mitzvahs. But nowhere does he say that it is the person's obligation in the world to do the mitzvahs. He only mentions the mitzvahs mm -hmm. as the means of it being accomplished. The place for this uh, goal to be engendered and, and, and prepared prepared for is this world and the means of it are the mitzvahs that are available to a person but there is there is no other response to other than a person was created to enjoy of Hashem, Hashem's closeness which is the peak enjoyment that can be achieved and experienced so uh, it leaves us wondering how does Hashem's amazingly great plan become our obligation? And it has to somehow apply even at a basic starting level. Not only for the person on the highest level. And really it's uh, in a certain way challenging our very uh, strongly ingrained assumption that um, obligation is always something that is sort of externally imposed upon a person. And here there's no mention of the command. And there isn't even mention of the person's behaviors as his obligation. Somehow Hashem's plan is a person's obligation. What is this all about? And we also pointed out that Ramachal doesn't say anything about the need for a person to understand clearly and be totally convinced that he is obligated. Only talks about what is the obligation. And simply we think that there are two elements. There's one, the very basic fact that a person is obligated. And then there's the actual content of that obligation. And here's Ramachal who is spelling out that this needs to be clearly understood. And it needs to be known to be true. 
and that it's not a simple thing to accomplish. And it should be true to a person. They should have total clarity and conviction about this. It's only being said about what is his obligation. And that would seem to indicate that that obligation is of such a nature that it includes this that he is obligated. It's an obligation of such a nature that carries with it, of course, that he is compelled to it. It must be innately compelling, but we don't yet know what it is. <clears throat> And another, of course, obvious and famous question was the, uh, the seeming conflict between this statement of the Ramachal and the well-known Mishnah of us, where the Tana directs a person to strive for the level of doing mitzvahs without any desire or concern of his own personal reward. Well, Although certainly it is not um, a criticism of a person, it's not a condemnation, there's no rejection of the fulfillment of the mitzvahs if they are done for the sake of reward. But the Tana is encouraging very strongly at the very beginning of Masech Davos, do not be like those servants that are serving for the sake of receiving pras, a prize, a reward, a gift from the master, even if it's not something they consider owed to them, but even to receive as a, a generous gift in response to their good service, do not be like those servants that are serving for the purpose of their hope to receive a great gift from the master, but be like the servants that are serving not for the sake of receiving some good payment from the master. And here Ram Mahal is saying, person was created to receive the maximum pleasure. If he would say, okay, it's important to know this, but then it could be put aside and stored away and it'll do its job just because we've learned that fundamental principle. Maybe we could, we could manage, but that's not what he says. He says, this must be his focus and his aspiration in all that he's doing. That chova must be his total focus and aspiration. And then what comes next? So we can't say that the is being forgotten and put aside. It's never being forgotten. There's laser focus on his chova. There's a yearning to achieve that which is his life's mission. Everything he's doing. So then it cannot be forgotten. Okay, Boisei, what do you say? Are any of these questions clear to you? Please feel free to let me know however you can, one way or another. Of course, we have three choices. Yes, no, or um, can we hear something again? Sounds like a good question to me. Okay, that's definitely encouraging. Um, one such response is always sufficient to continue. <laughs> uh, 
I wouldn't want to say that if there wouldn't be, I wouldn't continue, but <laughs> that's certainly enough. Okay, so uh, we have some good work cut out for us. And, and also with the first thing that you're saying, I mean, <clears throat> I assume I know you're going to respond, but like in the next paragraph, he talks about the Derek del Hagia is this world. Right, yes, he calls, he, he calls receiving person's situation on this is our goal. This is the destination that we're headed for. And the means to it is this world and the mitzvahs that are available in this world. And it's even quite clear that it cannot be meaning that a person's obligation is the mitzvahs. Because he says, the chovah to which he should be aspiring to in everything that he does all of his life. Now, not everything that we do is mitzvahs. There are many things that we do that are of a good, productive, important, permissible nature. I guess you could say in some sense it could be viewed as a mitzvah, but um, it would seem like this goal is, is encompassing everything in life, not clearly clear defined as mitzvahs. All right, so it's a, I think like the whole itself is not the mitzvahs. Right. The way to get to what the chov is. Right. So at the very least, I think it's very important to take note that um, there seems to be here something very different than what we're used to thinking of in terms of obligation. We're used to thinking of obligation as something that is based on command, something that, rate, that relates essentially to behavior, to actions, something that a person is doing for someone else that he's giving up of himself, like when he has a monetary obligation, true is justified, but he is now giving his possessions or if he owes something else, he's giving of his time and energy to someone else. And here we're talking about a person receiving the maximum pleasure that's possible to receive. So it's being called his obligation. I don't mean to hawk the point, but I mean, it does sound like you're saying maybe that there's two things. There's and and the end goal is the so that's and the chov is the is the mitzvos, meaning like he sums up at the end is. Um, I don't. Why? What's the purpose? Right. So I, I wouldn't want to divide those up. I don't think there's really adequate basis in the language to divide those up. Nor would it be a really justifiable way of writing it. We'd have to split it and, and discuss each one individually if he meant it to be two separate things. It would not be sort of put together. The fact that they are united, it would seem, it would, it seems clearly that the chova and to what he should place are one unit, even though he does write it as somewhat of a different item, ulama, and to which, but it's still one basic large concept. His obligation 
which is that which and, and to which she has to be placed in, which is going hand in hand with his obligation. And there's only one response. What Chazal have taught us is a person was created with Anigal Just as a start, I think it's worth like taking in a little bit. This phrase of the Ramchal of L'sanigal Hashem, Zib Shechinosoi, and Shezehu Atay Nigwamiti. Nederach Hashem is sort of the other, other order. What does it mean, L'sanigal Hashem? So, Ramchal tells us Nederach Hashem. This is persons being enabled to connect to the true essence of Hashem, which the Rambam says, this Charval Mahaba is of such an exalted nature that even no Malach and no Novi has been shown it. Rambam writes about it, the same thing that he writes about Hashem himself, that's not known by anyone else but Hashem. So I guess when a person receives it, then he does know it. But prior to that, or other than that, no created being has been shown, has any understanding of that actual experience of a person's closeness to Hashem, which can be understood, as Ramchal says there, because he is being nenner from the toiv that is of Hashem's true essence. So it's beyond, beyond any understanding of any malach, any barrier. Ram says all the Nevi'im were shown the greatness of Moshe Mashiach, but the Schar Al Mahaba, Ain Le Ra'as of the Kim Zilasacha, only Hashem knows it. And what is the nature of that, of that experience? The Ramchal is saying, it's the closest to Hashem. So let's ask ourselves, if the Ramchal will just write, would that not be enough? Would that not be enough to give a person the, the the basic understanding of what is being attempted to be accomplished, being nene from Hashem's true essence, something that no created being can understand. It is of, of what kind of a nature, true closest to Hashem, like Ramchal says, closeness to Hashem. But the Ramchal doesn't stop there and in Derech Hashem also. Why is this being given to a person? Only because this is the greatest, the true pleasure and the greatest pleasure that is possible for a person to experience. That's why he's being enabled to achieve that and receive that and connect to Hashem himself. Because Hashem wants to give him the greatest good that's possible to give, and that is only the good of Hashem Himself. 
So it's all coming from Hashem's desire to give a person the greatest maximum good that can be given, which is the pleasure of the connection, the true closest to Hashem Himself. That is what is becoming a person's obligation. Let's circle that for a moment. I want to ask you to try to imagine the uh, following somewhat uh, creative situation. But you know, in today's day and age, with all the technological advancements that we've seen, we could, we could be okay with almost anything being possible. So I want you to imagine yourself as the leading scientist in the team of the top scientists of the world that are working together on super advanced medical research that encompasses all science and all technological advancements that have come forth to date. And you're working on finding the root cause of the major diseases that are challenging mankind. And in the course of your work, you come across something that is absolutely beyond belief. Something that, if it is what you think, it has the power to totally transform human civilization. And there is a, and there is a means, and there will be a means to disseminate it to the entire world without it being able to be prevented or resisted. There's something that you are seeing can be developed that will eradicate all illness and all disease from the face of the earth. It will cure all illness that already exists on the face of the earth. It will cure all mental and all emotional illness and prevent it from ever returning in the future history mm-hmm. of the world, such that people will be living in peace and tranquility and fundamental happiness. It has the power to remove from the human psyche any desire for control, domination, infliction of harm, strife, competition, conflict, so that all war, all strife, all negative conflict, all all injurious competition will be eradicated. 
It has the power to put in balance all elements of nature so that there will no longer be any lack of food or water anywhere in the planet. It has the power to bring forth from every person all their latent abilities of creativity, of ingenuity, of productivity, of consistency, of persistency, so that every person will be able to become fully financially independent and successful and prosperous. In short, the world will be transformed into a paradise of brotherhood, oneness, happiness, peace, and bliss. Everyone will live together in harmony and in prosperity. And you have this in your power, you and your team. You don't have funding yet for this project, but you don't have time to wait to start it. And if you turn away from it, this opportunity will be lost to never return. What you envision will be your and your team's response upon this discovery. What will be your emotional state? What will be your psychological state? What will you turn to each other and say? I can only think of two words. Let's go. And what will be that compelling force that will be driving you to undertake this and remain focused on it for the 25 years that it will take for it to be developed and completed? What will cause you to be totally dedicated, totally focused on this mission? Of course, will be that inner desire that's within you, that's within the human soul to bestow such good upon mankind. To bestow the peak good that can possibly be created upon earth, which is in your hands. Of course, it would not need any instruction to compel you to bring it about. And how would you feel in the process? Totally energized, totally taken over, totally awed, humbled, but exalted, focused, would be indescribable. Okay, now let's ask ourselves, which result is greater? That total transformation of the world into a state of paradise, which can really be a um, description of Yemois HaMashiach. All Chayon will be cured. There will be, no, there will be no more war. The entire world will be Agud Achas. We'll all live together in brotherhood, there will be 
involved together in pursuit of wisdom, the knowledge of Hashem will cover the entire universe and everyone will be together in the greatest connection. That will be the state of Moisa Mashiach that was shown to the Nevi'im. But the schar that a person receives in Olam Haba, about which the Mishnah says even Sho'achas is greater than all Chaim of all people in Olam Hazet, that was not shown to the Malacham or even to the Nevi'im. That's a greater accomplishment. That's a greater good that can be brought about. And that good is placed in our hands to bring about. Should we feel any differently? If we could recognize this, we could know this to be true. That's the infinite good that Hashem wants to give to a person is in our hands to bring about. Should we be compelled to bring it about? Is there the force within us to respond to it? That this is our holy mission. And we are compelled to, because of its goodness, because of the, the maximal goodness that it contains which is the goodness of Hashem. Do we have within us that same quality, which is the one that is the source from which Hashem has created the world and man and enables him to receive this maximum good? Of course we do. What do we call that? We have within us the appreciation of Hashem's kindness. And that coupled with our awareness that it is for us to bring this about, and that it will not come about without our engaging in it. That can certainly be a cause of compelling nature that can be called our chova ba'olam. And it will then come out that Hashem's infinitely good purpose in the creation of man to give him the maximum good that he could receive will also be our obligation. We'll be obligated to it. We'll be compelled to it out of its innate goodness that we can appreciate, that we are designed to appreciate. That if we can't find within ourselves that we can appreciate it, that we can understand it enough to recognize this is, this is infinite good that Hashem has made to be, to be possible. And we will know that we have within us something, starting points of Hashem's attribute of a chesed. 
and we will know how this will be brought about. How can this be brought about, this infinite good that Hashem has given to us to bring about? Only by our becoming like Him, by our connecting to Him, by our being involved in Chesed, as He has made the world out of Chesed. As the primary quality of Hashem that is manifest in the world, and in our creation, and in His purpose, in our creation. So that will have to be our primary quality to liken ourselves to Hashem. In the process, bring about his good design, his good plan. Is there any question that this is compelling? Is there any room or need for a command to demand of us to do this? I don't think so. So if that, if that team of scientists and you as its leader will be absolutely consumed to bring about this paradise on earth for mankind, then we can be consumed with the desire to bring about Hashem's infinite kindness to the human being. <laughs> your, you have in your power you have in your power to accomplish something greater, far, far greater than that team of scientists. That team of scientists can transform the entire world into a state of paradise on earth. You have in your power to bring about a level of a good that no human being has ever been shown or given to understand even that supersedes anything that has been experienced or that can ever be experienced here on earth. That is the true ultimate goal of Hashem's creation because of its goodness, because it is the maximum good, which is of a nature that is beyond human understanding. I want to ask you, if you are that lead scientist, will you be energized to to save the world forever. What is driving you? What is driving you to, to find that that angel molecule? What is driving you to make that discovery and to produce it and to spread it? What is driving you? I believe it's your innate midas which is in every person and how much more so in a Jew who were given by Hashem by our Sinai, Avas Chesed. So we will want to bestow such good to the world forever. If we can want to bestow that much good, we could certainly want, want to bestow the ultimate good that Hashem wants to bestow that comes through us ultimate good that Hashem wants to bestow, the closest to Him, the oneness with Him, the dvekas to Him, the likeness to Him. That is the ultimate good that Hashem wants to bestow, which we are, which we are given to bring it about. 
Yeah, we have to stop and think. Can I wrap my head around this? Am I ready to commit to this? Can I can I possibly turn away from it? And now I want to know: Will there still be a question of this is so much good that's going to come to me? I'm going to be doing it for myself. It's going to be for the sake of my own pleasure. Or if we can catch a glimpse of Hashem's attribute of kindness that is contained here, that we'll be totally enamored with that, totally overtaken with that. It will totally overshadow our simple self. This is so much bigger than us. It will be enough to take our focus, at least for a couple of moments, off ourselves and try to place it where it really needs to be all the time. Anashem and his kindness and, and our core within us to want to bring it about because it is so good. Not because I'm going to gain so much, but because it is so good. I want to be so good to the world, to the people that I don't even know and I never will know. This is so much good to bring about. Such great good. Is there something that means to want to bring it about? We have within us the Midas Achesed of Demsim Hashem versus Betzalim We have within us something of Hashem's quality of kindness that we can want to bring about, that we can feel compelled. Mechoyev means this must be. We cannot not do it because of its goodness, because of our recognition of its goodness, because of our appreciation of its goodness, because of our love of its goodness. Of course, what we're describing right now is the Hanah that the person will receive from that intimate closeness to Hashem by his likening himself to Hashem, connecting himself to Hashem, bringing himself to be able to be Nina from the Taiva of Hashem. But that itself of its true nature is beyond our perception. What we really know about it only is that this is the maximum good that is possible that Hashem can bestow to a person. And we are, we are enabled. We are in the place, in the position. We are the one who is able, and only we are able to bring that about. Because it can only be fully accomplished through our participation and our efforts. That is the nature of it. So we are in the place to bring about the maximum good that can be given by Hashem to a created being. Now we will be the recipient of it's true. There's no denying. We will be the recipient of it. But that will be very, very minute in our focus. Our focus will be on Hashem and His goodness and our desire to bring that about because it is so good. Because it supersedes everything else.
So, so we could take as the mushal and then make the kalvachoma. We could take as the mushal, Yemoisa Mashiach. If I could bring about Yemoisa Mashiach, we can relate to any way. That's why the, the, uh, this, this model of a scientist, how we can relate to something tangible. But if the end result will be entire world in, in, in ecstasy, all together, Abuda Achas, Simcha, that's lesser than what Hashem has for the Tzaddikim or every single Maisa time in Olam Haba. Show Achas in Olam Haba is beyond. That is for us to bring about this much time. Rather, will come to me. <laughs> In this process, will we'll, we'll, we'll be good for many people. It will spread. It will be will be a dynamo of goodness. So, I think. I think there is really one place where we, where we see this very clearly. And that's in Ord Safan, where he says that the person's tafkir in this world is chesed, only chesed. What does it mean, only chesed? Of course, because everything that we're doing is to bring about Hashem's chesed. Hashem's purpose in the world is not that we should do mitzvos. Mitzvos are the means to achieve Hashem's purpose. They're indispensable, yes, of course. They're the way that it can be accomplished. But that is not, they're not Hashem's goal in the creation. So, so to a person's goal cannot be doing the mitzvot. That will be limiting it. That will be distorting it. A person's goal has to be the same goal that Hashem has. And ultimately, a person will can be doing it from the same source as Hashem in his creating of it. Hashem's creation of it is from Mida Sechesed. Hashem's giving it is from his Mida Sechesed. And we also have within us, from our initial creation, something of Hashem's Chesed. And we can be able to appreciate his Chesed and want to bring it about. Be pulled to bring it about. That's where I think what the art suffering could be meaning. I want to say from Rabbi Chodesh said that all the Alta Shmuzim were to explain the first line in the Silas Lashar. So maybe this one is also included. Because the starting point of everything is Hashem's plan, and we are given to bring that about. From what point? From what compelling starting points? Our kayak of chesed within us. This is a unique kind of a chesed. It's not a chesed where I'm giving up of something of myself. Well, of course, I'm going to put in good effort, but it's not my sacrificing. It's not even to somebody else, but it's not specifically relating to myself as giver and recipient. It doesn't need that. It's Hashem's time. How can this come be brought about? Who can bring it about? We can.
Is that something that we can imagine being our focus and our aspiration in everything we're doing to bring about Hashem's infinite kindness? I hope so. <laughs> it's not going to be automatic. But this will require, it's worth um, recognizing, this will require a very major kind of letting go of the very ingrained mindset of doing everything in Torah in the form of obligation, compelled and demanded obligation. Because this is a very different approach. This is one that does not need the demand of commandment. This is innately self-compelling. The nature of it compels a person. Doesn't need anything to be added to it. And really this idea is contained, I think, in the Magid Mishnah, in the Vilchas Lulav, where he says that the primary aspect of doing mitzvahs b'simcha is that a person should not do it because he is forced and compelled to do it. But rather he should do it of its own truth, its own goodness. That means that there is a kayak in a person to be doing it out of a sense of being compelled and forced. And that needs to be sort of let go. And that's not simple. I could put things in flux a little bit. But um, if we can focus on this seaside or this chayva, maybe it could take over as we won't have to suffer too much loss if we let go of the other more familiar type. We have to watch our thoughts. When we're, when, we're, when we're hearing in our minds, you have to do this. You have to replace it with, it's within my power to bring about Hashem's kindness. Let's go. Let's go. How do you say to Raya? You got this, right? <laughs> if I tell ourselves, you got this. <laughs> and the fact that we've seen people really uh, feeling yeah. this and applying this into their uh, into their life. I mean, like I know from a lot of the Muslim farm that that I read and other things, it seems like um, people generally tend to to navigate towards a more like practical approaches um, to fight things like the Yitzhahara and those other types of things. I'm just wondering if this is a strong enough feeling to impassion a person, meaning for a person to go to work to a lab every day um, to find a cure for something is one thing. That's a right. small nochama. <laughs> but for a person to actually follow halacha and to really try to be a person with exemplary midas and also a person who doesn't do a virus that's a mahama gadoila have you seen that this type of uh philosophical um uh, feelings can really really work in that way um i can only know from my own experience if this could work 
And um, I'm happy to share that there have been a couple of moments where it seems to me like it was working. For it to become a new mindset. Is that a couple of moments, Ralph? I mean, that's what we're going for. Well, come on. No, 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 no. But this is this is a this is a kind of a work that takes a lot of learning, a lot of focus. The single line of Shazel Atainigo Amiti Weidna Godun Mikala Dunim Shahum Le Matse um really should not be expected to be sufficient to mamish take us over completely. I think the second paragraph of Derech Hashem is going to help a lot. And Meir Chodesh said all the Altal Shemuzim about Adam Arisha and was getting a, a sense of what was Gan Eden before he did any anything. And then if he would have done his Chazavoda, would rise to greater, greater enjoyment. So there's a lot of learning that's available in terms of the getting some kind of sense of that closest to Hashem and the Midas HaChesed of Hashem and all practicing of Midas HaChesed. The more that we strengthen the Midas HaChesed within us, the more that we'll be able to be accessed with regard to this most fundamental aspect of it. But um, it's really too soon to know what can happen if we try to retrain our thoughts. We shouldn't expect it to just happen automatically. We'll need real persistent attention. And of course, that has to be based on a real good foundation, a good embracing of this basic concept. It's very lofty. There's no denying it's very lofty. But a, a, a major element, another major element is that we are naturally uh, so inclined to always be focusing on ourselves. Our mind, a very powerful instrument, is focused mm. predominantly all day long on myself. And we have to try to get in the habit of turning it around, taking that telescope and shifting it and focusing it upward towards Hashem, maybe a blinding light. We're gonna be like, like an awe. Has to become our, 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 our go-to position. Like Mishra Sharm says, like Derek Hashem says, she'd be constantly turning to Hashem. It's called Constantly focusing. Hashem has created the world and the other infinite kindness for the sake of infinite kindness. It's for me to bring it about. What can I do right now? Oh, I can go to work. I can put an honest day's work in. I can go to Dab. I can learn something. I could help somebody. I can give somebody a call. I could say a kind word. I could... Who knows? <laughs> Do so much. Let's keep looking for good ways. With, with this as the foundation, to bring about good of Hashem that we are given to bring about.
that would be uh, quite a way to live. It looks from the Ramachal that it's supposed to be possible. We are now undertaking to bring about the maximum good, the maximum kindness, the maximum pleasure, the maximum closeness forever. The main point that I'm suggesting is that what will be the basis for a person's fundamental chova ba'olam is the midas chesed that's within the person. A person has within him already built in, in his neshama, the attribute of kindness that is, of course, drawing a source from Hashem and Hashem's kindness. And just like if a person would become aware of the opportunity to create fantastic good for the entire world, he would undertake it and commit to it with every fiber of his being. When we become aware that it is given to us to bring about the fantastic kindness, the maximum kindness that Hashem wants to give, the closest to him, that we that we can also, we should also, and hopefully we will also be so com- feel so compelled, recognize is for us to bring about that good, the good of Hashem that we are given to bring about. What is going to compel us? The goodness of it, just like Hashem's. Creation is coming from Hashem's recognition of the goodness of it and his desire to bestow it. So to we have the desire that it should be created, that it should be given, that it should be bestowed. Um, it's, It's not exactly the same idea, even though it's very closely related, because we talk about Ava, we're talking essentially about focusing on Hashem in the overall sense. Hashem Shlemus. But what is the product of that Ava for Hashem and His Shlemus? What then produces whatever we would do out of Ava? We're not going to be giving anything to Hashem. So it's ultimately only going to be our desire to connect to that our desire to be close to that. But here, it seems that the Ramachal is not only talking about the greatness of Hashem that we can connect to, the greatness of Hashem that we can enjoy from, shlemus of Hashem that we can be close to. So he adds, because this is the true and greatest pleasure that is possible to be experienced. Meaning to say, the midas chesed of Hashem, to give a person the maximum good, is wise been given to come close to Hashem, to know Hashem, to have Abba for Hashem. So that means that it's 
the starting point, the fundamental starting point of Hashem in the creation is Hashem's midah to bestow that maximum good, that maximum pleasure. And that is serving as our power of obligation as well, as well as compelling us. The same midah, midah that's within us. The love of chesed, the appreciation of Hashem's infinite chesed, to want that it should come about, to do that it should come about, to work that it should come about, to bring it about, to fight for it, to commit to it, to focus on it, to know it. The more that we know it, the more it's coming about because we're becoming like Hashem through being aware of Hashem's chesed. The, the standard Akara Satay with Ava is, you gave me so much, I appreciate it so much. I want to respond to that. Sharing to the world is also what beautiful concept. There's there's appreciation, wanting to respond, wanting to share. This is something different. This okay. is not what Tzafan is saying. Tzafan is saying, Matarosai by Lomoy Chesed, Rak Chesed, Zeu Tafkidoi Haram. A person to be Daimul Hashem. To be like Hashem has to be like Hashem just as Hashem's fundamental cause of the creation is Midas HaChesed. A person's actions also have to be stemming from, have to be founded upon, have to be drawing, have to be yoinik. Their shayrish has to be Midas HaChesed. It has to be like Hashem Mamish. Just like Hashem made the world, made the person made Olam Haba, made the person able to be Davik in him, out of Midas HaChesed, because that is the maximum good, a person has to also be doing it, out of Midas HaChesed. That is not the same thing as, as appreciation for you gave me so much good. I, I recognize your Chesed, I want to somehow respond and give back, which of course I can't give back to Hashem. That's not the same as that. I recognize the future good of Hashem, what is the application of Mao Rachum Afato Rachum Mao Khanum Mao Goimakhasadim Afatogim Khasadim? Normally we think of it in terms of Goimakhasadim to bestow good to other people, give stoka, do chesed, help people out. I am giving to other people. When I myself will be the end recipient, can Midas Chesed apply? We wouldn't think so. We think that's for myself. I'm suggesting. We only can't see how Minas Chesed could apply because we are focused on ourselves. If we will focus on Hashem's Minas Chesed, then we will relate to it totally differently. We're focusing on Hashem and His Minas Chesed, then we relate to ourselves as we are the ones to bring about. We are the agent of Hashem. We are the Shliach of Hashem. We are the partner of Hashem to bring about His infinite Chesed. We are the create, we are the bringers about of Hashem's midas, Hashem's maximum chesed. So we are doing that out of chesed. We can do that out of chesed. We want Hashem's chesed to be achieved. How can that happen? Only through our connecting to Him, only through our being like Him, only through our appreciating His chesed, only through our knowing Him. Oh, we will do that all 
from the starting point of Amidas HaChesed, who will be able to conceive of doing tzitzis, tefillin, Shabbos, learning, davening, out of, fundamentally out of Midas HaChesed. I will daven out of Chesed. But I don't mean in terms of like, oh, I'll be being good to myself, which could also be such a concept. There is such a concept of kindness to oneself. There's a talk on cheerful life about kindness to oneself. Hello, going to the Merchatz, he's going, that's now what Ramachal means here. I'm davening to bring about that there should come into fruition Hashem's Midas Chesed of wanting to bestow to the Adam. Happens to be me. He wants to bestow to Adam the maximum type that can be bestowed. All, all the mitzvos are only nothing but, like, like the Ramchal says, all the mitzvos are only means of connection to Hashem, which is the means of ring about the kindness that Hashem wants to bestow, and as within our power that it be bestowed. And if we do, if we do not participate, it will not come to us. If that team does not work on the project, it will not develop and mankind will not be transformed. So it is up to us that Hashem's infinite kindness be achieved. Get around on the other side and look from Hashem's perspective. You have to be Hashem's agent that are working from his side. I'm asking you in your mind to imagine Hashem looking at the world before it's created, coming to create the world. That as the person, you continue that view. And there, Hashem, it's very clear. The first step is Hashem wants to be made of tachos ha-toiv. that toiv is only nimsaboy. And therefore, the way that this type will be given is by being given to a person the means to be davik in that type of Hashem. I suggest to learn the entire second paragraph of Derech Hashem very slowly and carefully, and to learn that mimer in the Art Safon Erika Shal Chesed also very slowly and carefully. Lahetiv mituva yizbarach to bestow the good of Hashem to His creations. How much good? The maximum good through Dveikas, Hashem. Through everything of Tyra. Especially bringing about Hashem's purpose and being Isaac in Chesed as Hashem made the world in Chesed.